Welcome to this week's Fit Identity Show. We're going to talk about cost in an environment where everybody tends to think it should be free or that they can get it free somewhere else. That hurdle, that obstacle, that push-pull between the customer and the provider and the provider and the customer. I'm Mike Karpenko. I'm your host. I've got 20 plus years in the health, fitness, wellness industry. I have done quite a bit of work in the in-home sector. I've trained clients as well. I had a great business. I was a consultant for corporations. And now I've got another tool to help people out, which is the podcast. Just giving you as much information that I possibly can so that you guys can live a healthier, more fit life and have that fit identity that you have inside of your head and bring it to life. So let's get into that right away and just talk about cost. As we all just felt the pain. Cost. Something's going to cost? Yeah, I don't know. How much? I want to talk about that. I think the first thing that we should acknowledge that money out of the pocket is painful. Unless you're in a casino or Bitcoin, like cryptocurrency, that kind of thing, That's why they made that money play. That's why chips and poker chips and things look cool because it looks like a game and it's not as painful to part with that money as it would be if it was actual traditional money that you're used to having. Just like, you know, cryptocurrency. They made it like gaming money and they're like, hey, you don't really know that you're losing it because it doesn't feel like money. It's really like a coin, which is just like a poker chip, which also ends up being like, hey, if you lost it, you're going to be okay. If you gain it, you get that dopamine and serotonin rush of like the numbers went up and everything looks good. So the first thing that I think we can all agree on is it's painful when you have to pay for something. Regardless if it's worth it or not, it still has some level of pain. The second thing that we can start to talk about is health, fitness, wellness, is emotional. It's a struggle. It's hard. People expect results. They've got old patterns to break. They've got emotional habits that that are difficult. And they're in positions where they want to get better. They're not happy with where they're at because they've got goals to becoming something better. They have this current situation that they're in. They have this identity and this vision inside of their head. And then they're sitting there saying, I want to bring that to life. I want to fit identity. That's kind of the concept, right? And when I think that through, it's like, that's painful. That That's emotional. And both sides of those things, when combined, it's very difficult for people to make a decision when it involves their money. It can often create people being paralyzed and not making a decision or maybe not making the right decision. And then the flip side, making the best decision that is good for them as well. So I was talking to a trainer today at the gym and this is why I'm bringing this up. I'm going straight off the cuff today. I don't have any notes. I'm not doing anything behind you guys. All I'm doing is sitting here saying, I want to talk about money and service and cost. And She was just talking about how she helps out a lot of people at the gym and that's her way of marketing and branding and helping and showing value. And then they always say, so what's the cost if if I want to work with you? There's a process to that. And and she says, most of the people say no. And no is a, a, you know, is not something that we've all been trained to listen to well, unless you're an actor and you know that auditions no happens all the time. Just no, no. 
or you're a small child and you're used to that with your parents because parents just go, no, no, can I have this? No, can I eat this? No, can I buy that? No, can we have this toy? No, can we have a puppy? No. I mean, I think parents are so used to saying it that it's a habit. But when I think that through and I bring it around, you know, full face when talking to her and she was just telling me like, it's just so hard. People can, you know, get a workout anywhere, Mike. They can, they can pull it out of, uh, you know, a, uh, a PDF online. Like you just Google it and there's an image. You can pull it up, save it to your phone, use it. You can do a YouTube workout. You can, you know, pretty much get anything anywhere. You know, there's apps that are free, seven-day trials, eight-day trials, you know, whatever they are. I don't know. But there's tons of free, 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 free. And the first thing that I can say about free is free originally. Let's, let's talk about why free is so prevalent. Number one, and then I'll go back to originally. Number one, free is so prevalent because technology, right? The speed of information. That's something that I bring up quite a bit and quite often is the speed at which information can be sent and received is insane, right? Like you can have information, you can send information, you can receive information, you can exchange information way faster than the human body could ever think of doing. So Making information available all of a sudden creates free. Like like it just does. Like you're just able to put it out there and everybody can have it in a, in a moment's notice. And it's your way of creating your brand, your way of creating eyeballs on yourself, your, your way of creating value in the world, whether it's a person or a corporation, a company, an app, whatever it may be. So the speed of information, technology, made free readily available and that's what that's the number one hurdle number two not not only hurdle let me just say this from a customer standpoint it's not a hurdle it's a gift you're like sweet free um so that's number one Uh, number two is when i look at this free movement and i say what was the original push the original push was Provide your best information. This is a marketer's insight. I'm sure everyone may know this or people that don't know this. Here you go. This is what was a marketing ploy, a marketing gimmick, a marketing strategy, whatever you want to call it, was give away your best stuff and then you can sell anything that you need to be able to sell after you've given away your best because you gave your value. So you've got all this free best stuff out there that people gave away their value to that built their social media, that built their lists, that built their email list, contact information. And it's free, free butt workouts, free uh, shredded arms, free 21 day lower body, free, you know, diets, free, you know, seven day detoxes, free seven-day diet, but if you want a 30-day diet, that's an upsell, right? Like people are like, well, why would I do that? I'll just do the seven-day diet over and over and over and over and over. Like I don't need the 30-day. So this whole idea of giveaway free to get the best, you know, or, or the giveaway free created this, well, Mike isn't giving it away free. Well, Jim is, or Lisa is, or, or Sally is, you know, like 
Jennifer is, like whatever it is, everyone's giving away seven days free. So you could go forever and ever and ever on top of the free bus. So those two things started to exist. So you got technology, the ease of getting free, and then you got into the marketing strategy while social media was growing and the industries were growing that free was an easy way to get contact information to continuously market to people, be able to continuously show your value to the point of at some point they will buy. It used to be all they needed to see it was like eight times and then they'd buy. Then it turned into like 19 times and then they buy. And then it turned into right, you know, the, the perfect copy and press the right pain points and then they buy. But if they're looking at you, you did your job. So there's free, not to get into marketing. So as I start to look at that and I start to break it apart, there are a few things and I think it goes deep, real deep. Do I think free is great? Yeah, I do. I think free is, is amazing. And I think that if you're a consumer, Free can be an outstanding resource for many different reasons. It can be financial. It could be ease of use. It could be an intelligent decision. It could be anything, really. Or, you know, it, it, it could just be, I don't need anything more than free. And that's, that, that's part of the good decision, right? Like maybe you don't need a program for you. Maybe you don't need a nutrition plan or nutrition help or support or, you know, uh, someone to ask questions. Maybe you don't need anything other than the workout so you can go do it on your own. That's it. And you're like, if I can find that free, I'm taking it. Like even if I got to Google it 18,000 times, free is wonderful. I support that. I get it. I understand it. I, I, I personally... I just want everyone to be healthy and fit. So if free needs to exist to a a good level, great. If that starts you on your journey, if that helps you get to the next goal that you do have, free it up, baby. Like, go for it. Free also comes with a downside, right? Less support, uh, less specificity to maybe your goals, uh, you know, less experience you just don't know who it's from it just pops up right a lot of the really good experts and people that are associated with health and fitness they give something away for free but they don't give away the magic they don't give it away all and that's where the upsell comes in of hey i really want to achieve my fitness goals um possibly Again, I, I don't want to fight it and say if it's free, it means it's bad, or if it's free, it's not working for you, or if it's free, it's not right. It just means it's free, which is okay. And if it's working for you, it's awesome. But you might have to eventually, at some point, when it becomes less painful because your goals become more prominent in what you're doing, step up and pay for something. It might just happen. And I think that that's what I look at when I look at cost of items and cost of any service that you're in the fitness business. That's what we're talking about, right? Fitness and wellness is, is there value in it for you from a consumer side? And that's ultimately what you need to decide. It's like, hey, I'm open to listening or watching or looking or researching and finding something that's valuable and paying for it. 
I'm good with that. Because if it provides me with something that I don't have that will give me the tools in order to be able to get there to the goal that I have because it is a priority to me, then it doesn't really cost that much because that's your opportunity cost, right? If it costs $100 to get to your goal, it's like my opportunity cost is $100. If I don't spend $100, then I can't get to my goal. That's the opportunity. That's the cost. And if you're willing to spend that, then it's not painful for you to spend the money. So that's a consumer seeing value in what they need. And that need could be anything, right? Like that need could be a support group. That need could be extra questions. That need could be a special workout or a, uh, a special nutrition plan. That, that could be, hey, you're a person who has a lot of questions. And you're like, this is great. I got the whole workout. I got the PDF. I got the nutrition plan. I, I understand it. But I need to ask questions. And I need to ask a lot. And I just need to be able to have those things answered because the truth is I'll pay for, the, for you to answer my questions. The plan is easy because I could be on any plan, right? You get a book. You can be on Whole30. You could be on Paleo. You could be on intermittent fasting. You could be on Porsche control. All of it. It's all out there. It's free. But you might need to pay for the answer to the questions that you have that are specific to you by an expert. I wouldn't pay somebody who's not an expert or not somebody with long experience. I wouldn't pay them. But that might be your pain point. It's like, great, there's a book. I, don't wanna, I read the book, but I have questions. I'm, I'm experiencing this. I have questions. So I think that when you're looking at it from a cost standpoint and you're purchasing, that might be one of the pain points on why you're purchasing. So I would say do your research, figure out what you need, and then figure out what that need costs against your goal. I know a lot of people are like, well, I can get a workout for free online. Great. My question to them always, always will be this. Is it working out well for you? Is it producing the results that you hoped it would produce? Or is it just a workout online that had you show up? Which I think is great, right? You you have a whole bunch of people out there that just need to show up and they'll produce results. That's a certain population. Then there's there's a population that may be a little bit more advanced that needs some programming that needs to be able to elevate their fitness. There's that. So it's, again, where are you at? Do you just need to show up or you just need to work up? Um. But what else would you be possibly paying for in that work? You know, like instead of just a workout, is there something else that this person is offering that's worth the money? Like take workout out of it and be like, all right, what are the other things? What are they worth to you? So I think that's a big piece to the cost of it. And when I look at it from the other side, it's like you're providing it. Like what? You, what's the value you're providing to somebody if – they don't want just your workout. Like, are you willing to answer questions? What do you supply to them? What's your, you know, like, what is it ultimately that you're willing to do in an exchange? Is your, is your exchange fair to those people that are buying? And when I mean fair, it's just how do you feel about it? Because ultimately, it's your workout, it's your nutrition plan, it's your support system, it's your everything. Whatever it is that you supply. And there's no two of you, which is interesting. Let me just say this to everybody. There's no two of you. So even though you can get a workout, even though you can get a nutrition plan, 
you can't get another you. So you can't go into Target and be like, oh, I know, you know, let me get Mike Carpenko. There's no possible way. That's, that's the wonderful part about saying, you know what? If I provided you a workout, I decided to charge you $100. Somebody else charges $50. Somebody else charges $10. Somebody else charges $1,000. It's because we're all different. And we get to put that value on because there is no place that you can go, I'm going to buy Mike on Amazon. I'm going to buy Mike at Target. I'm going to go buy Mike at Walmart. Let me just see who's got the best price on Mike. I'm Mike. I provide it. I get to, I get to call that shot. And so I get to put the value at which I want to be able to be at. And then I have to provide the value to anybody that makes the purchase. I need to continue the relationship with anybody who wants to purchase and have them understand the expectations of what I provide. I think that's a real big thing too. When, when you think it out is like purchasing, buying expectations, like what are your expectations as a buyer? What are your expectations of the buyer, of the purchaser? And when you can manage those, price and cost also come into a much easier place to navigate. But when you don't think about any of that, you're caught in, in, in a wild, wild west of chaos. So that's kind of like the first piece of, of kind of understanding cost, like overviewing it, you know, just understanding that as a provider, there's only one of you and nobody else can buy it. So you get to name your price and you get to feel good about the price that you name. You know, I, I've t- I, I talked to, you know, a friend of mine and, and, and she's like, I'm not a basic B. I am not basic B. I'm not charging, you know, a a, a four ninety five subscription in Instagram because that's what everybody's doing. Because I don't provide everybody information. I provide great information, so mine is going to be a much higher rate. I was with her. I was like, "Go, go, girl, go! Put it up there, jack it up, put it out." Because your your content is amazing. What you do, what you provide is next level. Why should you be a basic B? And if she feels like a basic B, let me say this with price. I think that there's a lot of uh, trainers out there, anybody out there will understand this. When you devalue or discount your service price or what you're selling, you're never going to be happy with the relationships that you, that you have because you're always going to feel that you discounted yourself to the people that bought it in general. That's what happens. You're like, well, they only bought it for $5. Like, why should I do all this work for them? Forget that. Oh, I got to answer their questions every day for five bucks. <laughs> That's not happening. And you become soured over time. So be careful of discounting yourself to move volume, discounting yourself to get a bunch of people, you know, going with you. Because you discount it, you're going to leave yourself feeling discounted in your heart. And nobody, I don't care who you are, wants to feel discounted, especially by your own self. So be careful with your price points. Be careful with with what you offer and then discounting it to a point of saying, yeah, I'm worth it. You know, up your prices. Like make sure that if you up your price, you know that that's your worth and then provide that worth because you're like, hey, if, if everyone if everyone sells a fitness program of 50 bucks, cool. I'm good with it. I'm going to. 
either do one of two things. I'm going to sell less programs at a higher price point with greater value, or I'm going to drop my price and just move volume and support it less. I mean, it's just the way it works. So that is a uh, an insider information as far as cost and feeling discounted because a lot of people will do that. They'll be like, well, you can get in on a discount and you can get in, you know, um, right now I'll oversell you. I'll, I'll give you like a 20 pack of training, you know, at a, at a 30% discount. You know, if you're a hundred dollar an hour, uh, trainer, you're now a $70 an hour trainer. You know that, right? <laughs> like that's hard to take, especially when you're like, oh, I know I got all that money up front, but they bought a 30 pack and now I'm at, uh, you know, $70 an hour. And now you all of a sudden established your baseline. Sure, you get this influx of cash, but you're a $70 an hour trainer. Not not a bad thing. You know, I, I just use that as an example. Whatever hourly rate you are, I'm happy for you. But the idea of everything should be free. I just want I, I want to pinpoint this for you guys and really talk about this. So you understand this. Free is great. However, when stuff is not free, it means they're providing you with value. Free is meant to help you. Free is meant to be out there. But people need to pay bills. Let me just say that first and foremost. They need to pay their bills the same way that you do, the same way that your time is worth money, okay? You may buy a product and be like, oh, I don't want to pay $100 for this workout and this plan, this system, this product. And you're like, I don't understand why it costs $100 when I can get this over here. Let me help you out with it. There's time, there's research, there's effort, there's support. There's all there, there's so much that go into creating a product or a service and experience over time, right? Like 20 years in the fitness industry, 20, 20 years in the fitness industry. It's worth something. So to get my time to bounce questions off of me, it's valuable. I just don't give it up. I don't give it up to corporations. I don't give it up to people. Uh, I, I'm more than happy to talk with you. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like this, this snobby guy that's like, oh, don't talk to me about it. I'm more than happy to, to you know, to give you a, a quick one off or, you know, help in any way, shape or form. So reach out to me anywhere you are. Reach out to me. I'd be happy to give you a quickie. But to be like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this workout and I was wondering what reps, what sets, where should I do this? How should I do this? How many days a week? You start asking 50 questions. I'm like, uh, or you're redoing your platform and you're like, hey, I would love your suggestions yeah, my suggestion is you pay me. <laughs> we can talk about it. Like I've got a lot of good ideas to to help you and a lot of good experience that I know has worked in the past. I'd be happy to sit down with you. And that's why it costs. And people that aren't willing to pay are just saying, I'm not willing to pay you. Because they're going to pay somebody, right? They literally are. They're They're just not willing to pay you. And they came to you to see if they could get it for free. So when you have to pay something, it's because people have to pay their bills. And it may not necessarily be like, hey, the reason I want you to buy this is for you to pay my bills. 
I think that that's something that you guys need to get over from a customer standpoint. There are people in the industry that are like, hey, I just need you to buy this because I got a car payment, because I've got a house payment, because I've got kids and I got tuition, I got bills, right? I need you to buy this. Buy, 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 buy. Then there's a whole bunch of people out there that are selling you something because they want to help you because they don't have the ability to give it away. And if they gave it away, they'd be broke. And then they'd be one of those people that are like, buy, 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 buy. They're saying, hey, I'm here for you. There's just a cost associated with it. I can't give it away free. The same way that you wouldn't give away things for free for yourself. So you have to decide whether or not the person selling you the product is trying to get your money or deeply rooted in trying to help you. There's a total difference, and you can tell the difference when somebody's like, sign up, sign up, sign up. Get, here's a 20-pack, here's a 30-pack. Well, if you don't want it, well, let me keep going down the rabbit hole with the butts and the ands and the, and the rebuttals and everything else. Sales pitch. They're not thinking about you because if they're thinking about you, they'd be like, what's the pain point? Like, you don't want to spend the money. Like, really, what is it? Is it a financial situation? You don't think it's worth it? Well, what don't you think is worth it? You know, like maybe I can further communicate what I have to offer that would help you. Or maybe you're right, which is totally good. But there's a lot involved in that. And when I think about, you know, people that want to help you, there's just a cost associated to it. And I'm sorry, you know, when people are like, well, I could get a workout for free or a workout program for free. My question just keeps coming back. Is it working? And if it isn't working, then the pain starts to grow and grow and grow because you're like, well, I tried this and it doesn't work. I tried this and it doesn't work. I tried this and it doesn't work. And I tried. And you get to this point where I'm in so much pain that now I need to spend a hundred. So what I would say to you is do your research if you're a consumer. Look at what you're getting. Ask the questions about what you're getting. And then if it's worth it to you, then dive in. That's number one. Like, be like I'm, I'm here for it. I understand what the expectations are. I understand what you're going to do. I understand what I need to do. And as long as we both fulfill those, then I'm going to have the best opportunity to achieve my goals. Now, the other thing I want to throw at you from a customer standpoint, a trainer, a coach, a mentor can't do it for you. So blaming the product, the program on them It's not a good place to be. I realize that you spent the money on it, but maybe ultimately it's like ownership, right? Did you do the research? Did you choose the right program? Did you choose to spend your money wisely? Or were you bamboozled by by somebody that was just a slick salesperson? Or did you buy something that's trendy? Or did you buy something you didn't really want? And again, going back to health and fitness and wellness, it's emotional. And the people helping you want to help you the best they can, but in general, they can't do it for you. So in that expectation, you have to understand that you have to step up and be like, if I'm provided with the tools of A, B, and C, and I use them effectively and efficiently in the way that you want me to use them, I will have the best opportunity to achieve my goals. There's no way any trainer alive can tell you in general 
or surgery. If you do this, I guarantee it will work. Guarantee it. It'll guarantee it'll get you the results. I'll guarantee you lose 20 pounds. I guarantee it's 30. I get, there's no way. Lots of things can happen along the way, whether it's hormones, whether it's where you're at, whether you need to skip a day, what you've done, what you haven't been, uh, exertion, your intensity, your lack thereof of te- attention, your sleep patterns. Do you see where this is going? You know, a workout system, a nutrition, a wellness system can only be placed to help you in the best possible way to achieve your goals if you use it. So blaming the trainer, the program, nutrition plan, the the, the system, blaming the support is not the right place. Like, like that's not saying it wasn't money that wasn't worth it, right? It's not that it wasn't worth it. Maybe returning that and saying, I didn't spend my money well. I didn't choose wisely. It wasn't the right program for me. Owning that from a consumer side, you're able to go forward and be like, all right, I need to make better decisions. Like, how do you prevent that in the future? I need to pick a better program. I need to do better research. I need to ask more questions. I need to do something that's not trendy. That's how that happens. Rather than, no, I, I, you know, I just talked to her and I, I got sold on it. So free might not be where you want to ultimately be because you'd be like you maybe you're just getting a free system and you're just like I don't know it's just free I, that's why that was my particular pain point was finances so I got it free and then it didn't work because it wasn't specific to my goals because it was free because it was for everyone and everyone was using it but I thought that it would work and again it could work I just want to say this like I want to keep throwing this back at you it could work there's lots of free systems that work, but at some point in the evolution of your fit identity, free ain't going to work for you. It's not. You're going to have to eventually pay, and I just want you to spend your money wisely. So that is in the, in the spend your money wisely area. But let me say this to all of you trainers, to coaches, to your mentors. Let me say this with the kindest of hearts. Stop overselling yourself. Stop trying to overmarket yourself, try, trying to make yourself out to be bigger than what you are, to, you know, BSing people. Just be open and be honest with them. Honesty right now is winning. Hey, maybe this program isn't for you. Hey, maybe I can't provide it. Hey, I don't know. Hey, this is what I think you should do, but I don't know. This is my best guess for you. Rather than, no, I guarantee it. I think it's great. This is the best thing ever. No way. You're going to be able to do it. It's everything. But you can certainly talk about its value. It was programmed well. And with this intent, for these people in mind, it's got great recovery built in. It's, it's got carbohydrates. It's got whole foods. It's got support. It's got uh, whatever you need to be able to base it on, you know, like, homeopathic hacks and tips and and whatever it is that you need. But don't oversell yourself to get a dollar because that stuff will stop real quickly. And that's what's killing the fitness industry is too many people are like trying to make money about oh, on people's emotions. Remember what I said? It's emotional. So just push into their pain 
and then you'll be able to get that purchase. But the problem is, is that when you push into somebody's pain and they're not within a system that's there to work for themselves, they end up failing at that system, blaming the system, blaming you, blaming themselves, and then they go down into a downward spiral because they're not ready to embrace the health and fitness and wellness industry as a whole. They think it is a scam. They think they can't be fit. They think all kinds of negative thoughts. They have a limiting beliefs attitude conversation. They really just have limiting belief conversations with themselves. It's painful. It's painful to watch. And, and, and it's hurtful. And, and to me, because I just want, I just want everyone to be healthy and fit. Like I really do not in this world. Like we just need to feel good. Part of feeling good is being healthy, being fit. I'm not saying you need to be thin. I'm not saying, you know, you need to constantly count calories, but you need to have high energy. You need to have great blood work. You need to be healthy. You need to be able to move. You need flexibility. You need mobility. You need to have strength. All that comes into play, right? Like, I, 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 I hope that for everybody. It, it really, truly is one of those things, right? I don't want anyone to have those limiting beliefs with themselves, over, especially over cost. Especially over cost. I don't want you to tell yourself that because I can't afford this, nothing will work. Start where you're at, create momentum, and then figure out what the next step is for you. Most people that need to spend money don't need to. They can be on free. They just need to show up for a little while and create the next level of clarity and the direction that they need to go in in order to create the next vision of fit identity of themselves, the evolution. So if you got to start free, I applaud you. Like, Go for it. But when you're ready to jump into the pool of cost, don't be shy, don't be scared, and understand that there is a cost. Embrace it. You work through the pain already of showing up, and now you've earned the right to spend your money on something that will help you more specifically. But do your research. That's, that's really what I'll come back around to say. So in this world of free and in this world of cost is... There is a point where things are going to cost money. Nothing can be free forever. And if you want something that's specific to you, you're going to have to eventually pay for it. You're going to have to level up. You're going to have to raise your standards, which means your price point raised. It's, it's, it's a part of life in anything that you do. You're like, all right, my standard raised. Well, maybe my standards mean I, I just have to hire a coach. I have to hire a trainer. I have to hire someone that will help me, a nutritionist, a dietitian. I need to go next level. I need the next piece of the puzzle in order to get or in order to take the vision that you have inside of your head and make it reality. Whatever that vision is, it could be a higher performance, it could be more weight loss, it could be more muscle, it could be anything. But at some point, free's not going to cut it. And that people need to pay their bills but people want to help you. It's not a bad thing to have to pay somebody. What, even if it's your friend. Let me say that like really quickly, all right? Like I want to say this real quick. Your friends who, who help you and you're like, oh, let me just call my friend. Like they know everything or they can give me a plan. You know it still takes them time and energy or you know they sell that to somebody, right? And you know that selling that ends up paying their bills, Right? They're more than happy to help you, but 
shouldn't you be more than happy to help them? Like, really? Hey, I could use your help. I'll pay for it because I trust you. I value you. I'll pay for it. Your friend will be delighted over that. Trust me on that. And I use this example of pizza shop because I'm a pizza lover. I love pizza. Everybody knows this. Imagine you open a pizza place and you're like, oh, come to pizza. You know, come, come to my shop. And everyone's like, yeah, I'm coming, man. Kickoff night. And you're like, sweet. You give them, you know, everyone eats for free that night and it's, there's no cost to it. And you're like, oh, this is awesome. I can't wait to have the shop going. I can't wait to keep going. And then another time, like you show up and you've got this. I, I'm the pizza provider and I feel guilty that my friends are here. So I pick up the tab. Okay. I just lost, let's just say $30. So everything, I've got to make that much more to make up the $30 that I just spent. That's pretty big. Or if you're somebody that's getting free pizza over and over and you just keep coming and you keep coming like, this is great. I get free pizza and everything's great. And I'm supporting them. You're not really supporting them. Yeah, you're there. Your energy's there. But they need your money. They need your referrals. And, and a lot of people will say this, like, as friends. But I sent you, like, three people. I send you Sally and, you know, all these people. You should buy me free pizza. <laughs> no. Maybe once in a while I'll buy you a pizza. Maybe once in a while you call in, you order, I cancel it. We don't run the card. We do the thing. But every time? Every time I'd go out of business if every one of my friends came into my pizza shop and I gave them free slices. Hey, Tom, what's up? You know, hey, Bill, what's up? Hey, Steve, man, what's up, bro? Free, free, free. Here's for you and the kids. Like, I love you, bro. Every time? It's a lot of free food, a lot of overhead that I now have to build into the pricing structure because I'm like, all right, well, if my pricing structure is to give away $300 worth of free stuff a month, I now have to raise the price of my pizza to cover the $300 that I'm giving away because it still costs me money to do business because it's $300. So this is what I'm saying. Like, if you're friends with people, spend the money. Real friends spend money on real friends. Done. And real friends, at times, will give freebies and good stuff and help out real friends when they can. But don't expect it. Please, don't expect it. It's their business. And if you ran a business, could you imagine them coming to you and you just giving it away to them? Hey, thanks. If you, if you ran a, a business of like plumbing, and every time you needed a plumbing thing, or, or better yet, what if you like you ran a business of cleaning, and you like you clean houses, and you're there every week or every other week? And you clean your friends' houses. Well, they don't pay you every week. You're like, no, I get it. It, costs me, it takes me six hours to clean their house and they don't pay me because it's, it's my best friends. I just like doing it. Really? Really? So just think that out when, when you're thinking about you spending your money, wherever you're spending it, that there are people that are in it for the sales and then there are people that are in it to really, truly help you. And support you. But everybody in the health and fitness and wellness industry, they can't do it for you. Ultimately, your success with products, services, plans, systems, equipment will come down to your effort. 
will come down to your actions, will come down to how well you're doing it, will come down to your consistency, will come down to you. So blaming other people and things is simply just not cool. Like it's simply, and it's not true. Like none of it. Um, so keep that in mind when you are going through this whole process. And keep it in mind that at some point, even if you're getting free from somebody, they're going to turn and they're going to go, now it costs money. It's now the upgrade or what you really need is going to cost this. And you're like, well, if I really need it, why would I spend that money? I don't get it, Mike. I thought it was free. Well, what I was giving you before was free, but what you need now isn't. And that's where people get caught up because they're used to this patterning of getting free, free, free. And even when you bring them in, you gave them free, free, free. And then you turn around and said, well, what you need now is this. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've been through this pattern of free, free, free. And now you're saying pay, pay, pay. Fitness is emotional. Health is emotional. Wellness is emotional. And and money right now is more than emotional. It's painful. It's emotionally painful. (laughs) So that's a hard place to be. But remember that it all plays that it plays in the part that free will eventually turn to having a price. And that price will be one of two things, right? It'll either be I need to be upsold and I need to spend money on something. Because I have new goals and and the particular free that I'm using isn't going to do it because I need these tools and support and all this other stuff. And it will have the price of opportunity. And that opportunity could be like, well, I just keep going free, but the needle's not moving. Whether it's performance, whether it is... uh, you know, weight loss, whether it is looks, whether it is aesthetics, whether it is feeling good, there's an opportunity cost to free. Especially if you need something that costs money. So you, the price went up either way that you look at it. It's either the opportunity price or it is the actual price. I just want you to be aware of what you're spending, how you're spending it. Is it right for you? I think that's always going to be the question. And no matter what, when you're spending money, are you buying on the trend? Is it something that's just cool? Is it something that won't last? Or is it something really for you? Is it something you really need? That's all that it comes down to. Is it really going to be something that has a a lifespan, you know, a longer lifespan and something that you will really be able to sink your teeth into and it has benefit to you over time? Or is it going to be something that you bought and then you're going to be on to the next trend? And I, 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 I talked to a friend today about that exactly. It's like there's a lot of people out there that want things. And they're like, hey, I want this. It's, it's a mom. And she's like, my, my boys want, you know, want things. And they go, I want this. I want that. I want this. And she kept saying no to them. And they were getting upset. And I said, there's a possibility to have a conversation there with them about why do you want it? Do you want it to be cool? Like a fitness program. Do you want it to be cool? Because once you get it and you realize that didn't make you cool, what's the next thing that you're going to want? And when I ask you that question, the question will be, what do we have to do to fix you feeling cool about yourself? 
that's the overall question, right? Like now you're like, oh, you're right. I don't need to buy on trends. I need to buy on fixing what it takes for me to feel good about myself. And then you tear that apart. And you're like, all right, well, what does it take to make you feel good about yourself? And then why don't you feel good about yourself? You see like where maybe free isn't going to do all that. But spending money on trends isn't going to do that either. So I, I know I talked a lot around in circles today, and I talked about a lot of different things. Holy crap, we're at 44 minutes long. <laughs> um, but I wanted to snowball all this at you, and, and I didn't have notes, and it's obvious, and I appreciate you guys listening as long as you have. But I wanted to give as many perspectives as I possibly could so people could understand that free is great, Free fits for some people, free fits for a lot of people, but at some point, free has a price, whether it's opportunity or the actual specificity that you need. And if you're providing free, understand you provided free and that you could end up devaluing yourself. And if you end up devalued and you're frustrated that people don't want to work with you because now you're charging money, it's because you gave away stuff that's free. That's your own fault. Like You're like, oh, I gave away my best stuff for free. Good for you. Like, but don't be upset because you created a pattern with your customer base of free. You can have it for free, you know, like, and understand the customer buying process is that you may have given away seven days of free. So did 1 million other people. So they're like, oh, I've won. That's just check one off of the 1 million opportunities that I have to get for free. Ultimately, the question you want to ask anybody is, Whatever it is you're doing, is it getting you where you need to be? Are you getting the results that you need? And are you happy with those results? Because ultimately, that's what I want to give you. I don't want to give you my product. I want to make sure that if my product is the product that you need, that you have it. Because that's my biggest concern is you getting a fit identity, you taking the visions inside your head and bringing them to life. If you have that attitude... Sales are easy. Your sales funnel is so easy because the people understand your value. And they're like, I get it. I get why this person is involved. I get why they care because they really do over-provide for that $100. But if you under-provide, that's on you. That's truly on you. And you sold them and you sold them to pay your bills. You didn't sell them you didn't help them with their wellness. And I know it's cliche to say like, oh, help people, don't sell people, blah, blah, blah. It's a two-way street where people need to understand and do their research and make better decisions, especially in a health and fitness industry that's based on emotion and pain, emotional pain. So be careful with where you spend your money. If you need help on where to spend your money, even if it's not with me, if I don't have something for you, I will do my best to point you in the right direction, to help you out. So that's what I think is really important. I know a lot of really good trainers. I know a lot of really good people. I know a lot of really good companies that, you know, that I work with and have worked with and I support brands that I do, like all kinds of stuff. If you need help, reach out, ask me. I'm more than happy to point you in the right direction because a world of people walking around with fit identities is way better than a world of people walking around in pain. All right, guys. And broke. 
I don't want you broken in pain. That's definitely not what I want. So hope you guys get your solutions. If you need help with a solution, let me know. All the best to you guys. That's this week. I'm at 47 minutes. I'm sorry for over talking, but you guys are the best. I will talk to you next week.